Hi, I'm Janice Corsano. And I'm Christine Alexander. And this is How to Survive Earth School. In this episode... You know, what I knew to do, which was just to look at it and be like, okay, this this really isn't mine, you know, but it had gotten into a physiological thing where yep. like... Or it, you're going to have your panic attack. Yeah, like it was in, it was already in my body. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was just kind of interesting because I was like, I know this isn't mine. Like, I know exactly where it's coming from. But get this. Get this party started. <laughs> get, get ourselves on the road here. Get ourselves on the road. Man. All right. What were we talking about just a minute ago? Um, I, I'd been asking you about your Egyptian numerology. Oh, yes, my trip to Sedona, which was the first time I was there, which was amazing. Um, the energy there does feel nicer, I have to say. Yeah. And I could have sat in the vortexes and the the couple of ones that we went to mm-hmm. all day. I wonder, how did it get it? Do you know just like how it got its reputation for that? Just people, sensitive people could tell? I honestly don't know. Just, I would think I would think that people yeah. actually could tell and yeah. that would be part of it. But to me, it looked like an ancient civilization. I have not heard really people say that, but when I when we drove into the city, that's what it looked like. I was like, "Oh, this is this is an ancient civilization." So into where into where into the where you could see all the the um, rocks and uh, you know, it's yeah, quite cool. amazing. But it definitely looked like an ancient civilization. I kept seeing the people and the carvings, and I was like, oh. "Okay, interesting." No one mentioned to me that this was an ancient civilization, but... Oh, that's really cool. But no, when yeah. I mentioned it to a couple other people that, that I was there with, they're like, oh, yeah, it looks like that. Like, it feels like that now that you mention it. Like, you could see it even though it might have been so old that there's, like, no record of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. It's cool. And the, the ones that we did get to go to, um, we only had, like, a half an hour there, but mm-hmm. they'd always have to come find me because I'd be more, like off meditating yeah when we went to the buddhist one i was like okay i could stay here all day and it's not that that all of them weren't like that like Uh it was very relaxing and felt really nice right right because you said that they have different each or not each one but like the different vortexes have like sort of different yeah they had different like vibrations or different things and like when the one the buddhist one you said there was like a buddha kind of yeah they had different things like a temple nearby yeah it was like a buddhist temple and then they had like the um cathedral the um catholic like little cathedral church and then they had um what's the other one that we went to i don't even remember but they Mm. were all beautiful and they all felt you know they Mm. all felt really nice that sounds cool. I um, want to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was. It, it definitely felt nice. And in, in landing in Phoenix, the the energy felt extreme, extremely stressful and overwhelmed. And then when we got to Sedona, you could start to feel it get a little bit like lighter. And mm-hmm. so I think that the area of Sedona feels a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. But when you went to the places, that was totally different. Yeah. Than than just the area. You know, you could still there's a bleed through of the energy because our energy is intense lately. Yeah, which, yeah. The feeling, you know, crazy, flipping through, you know, back and forth through these dimensions and stuff. You don't know. I don't even know how I used to do things anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how. How did I do them? I did so many things. How did I? It's not that I don't do a million things. It's like, I don't know how I did them. It's bizarre feeling. I can totally relate to that, actually. I had, like, a long talk with myself this morning because, you know, and it's not without, you know, it's understandable, like, I have a lot to do. There's a lot going on, whatever. And um, it's not like really 
I mean, some of it's out of the ordinary, like been looking for a new place to live and like that stuff, which I think we'd mentioned, you know, a couple podcasts ago. So like that has been so much stressful by um, a lot of it is just sort of what you would think of as like routine, like just keeping the house up and doing yeah, the laundry. All those, and right. All those things that for some reason this can't seem to happen. Yeah. Sending you like, and I'm like avoiding it, like the plague, like all <laughs> of this stuff I'm avoiding. And I'm like, what, okay, what's going on? Like, it's something I've been trying to do more of recently is like when I'm having a thing I'm avoiding, mm-hmm. like really trying to look at what it is what I'm it actually is that av- you're doing. Yeah, what I'm avoiding. Why am why I doing you're, it? Why you're avoiding it, which is good because that's, you know, you're trying to stay in awareness of, okay, let me catch myself while I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, because otherwise I'll just, you know, I'm not doing it, beat myself up, like cycle, not doing yeah. it, not but looking at why I'm not doing it, just not doing it. Yeah, which is, <laughs> beat myself which is up. very helpful. <laughs> very helpful yeah. in getting out, right? Yeah. And me, I'm really. doing it. Like, I'm doing it and going like why is there not enough time when i know the time is fast but right. um, the anxiety level is so high it's you know feeling very my anxious. anxiety has been very high the last i want to say few days but yeah and people yeah. don't realize like how much we really are affected like i can't stress it enough sometimes because i'm that sensitive but so is everybody else to a degree that they don't realize and mm-hmm. we pick up so much mm-hmm. like luckily when i was on the plane coming home the girl that was terrified because i used to be afraid to fly and didn't realize that it was not me who was afraid to fly it was the people on the some people on the plane that were Mm -hmm. and i could feel them and i'd feel terrified Mm -hmm. i actually sat next to the person that was so terrified she was crying yeah she was so terrified as as you and i talked about Mm -hmm. but luckily i sat right next to her so it was so you could see yeah i could see yeah you know so then it was very easy to you know overcome it but um and way easier now because i know the difference right Yeah. you know so i'm not afraid to fly but what was amazing is how i would be just like her yeah i'd be like acting like her and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. my three-year-old child would be saying mom it's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's okay mom we're gonna be fine it's fine (laughs) i'd be like the same way i looked the same way that this poor girl looked i felt so bad for yeah no i totally i can totally relate to that too it is funny like how much you know, you kind of transfer those things. Actually, that reminds me um, that we should tell people about the free class. Oh, yeah. The the class. There's a teleseminar. Um, is that the right word for a webinar? Yeah, I think, online I class? think it's an online class. One of those. Yeah. No, it's a, no, it's a, it's a webinar because it's an it's a it's online a video. word. It's a video. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but we're, uh, it's a class with Janice. It's um, on... We, uh, we uh, produced it through this website, Learn It Live. But if you go to mylana.com, you can sign up um, to get into it for free. And I think we're only yeah, we're running for a special for yes, till the yeah to the first of June, because we'd like you to you know start to understand and get some of the tools and understanding and how you could actually see what someone else's energy is doing. And when you have the tool to actually disconnect it and change it to something different what's mm-hmm. the difference it makes mm-hmm. so it's a it's a great class to begin with but we thought it would be a great way for people to actually get a little more insight and a little more help in in that area so we thought it would be a nice thing to do as a yeah. and i know there was um we had mental health week and that would be a great yeah. thing because a lot of people didn't realize like how our how affected we are mental health wise right. by this stuff by I this know. stuff and the depression and stuff that we'd be feeling yeah i mean i go from you know the extreme like i was saying to you the other day i was like I was extremely suicidal the other day, and I'm not suicidal. Yeah, I've that's never not been. you. It's just that's the weight of everybody else's like, yeah, feelings. It's so crazy with that stuff, but it, I really do. 
and I and the the funny thing is too like I mean it can be like a person who's in the room with you or someone you're just like close to who's not even physically yeah, near physically you near you or it can be and most of the time for me it's not something that's physically near me yeah it's yeah you have yeah. sort of you're feeling people who y- you may not even in, have, you know no no yeah along with the people that i'm close to right. along with you know it's it's interesting because the the thing that you feel when you feel so much you feel everything so yeah. it's not sometimes it's hard to these days because everything's so upside down and all over it's like trying to relearn um okay who where is it coming from mm-hmm. and at some point a lot of the times it's coming from everywhere right yeah you can't even necessarily like place where it's coming because actually it was one of the things i was thinking is like you know something that um has been an issue for me in my life is i'm very sensitive not just to people, but to um, like like sounds, t- and, sound, vibrations sounds and, and like TV, like yeah, things on TV. TV. Would be. Oh my god! Like, mm-hmm. um, or yeah. If songs, I watch TV, anything. if I listen to songs, mm-hmm. that's why I had to shut off the music. Mm-hmm. Like I could only listen to like meditation music or mm-hmm. classical that had no words mm-hmm. because it was making me crazy. Like yeah, it was making it'd be me too much stimulation s- almost, or or it would make me it would make me sad or make me whatever the mm-hmm. song was or whatever mm-hmm. the person was even if it was a happy song, mm-hmm. whatever the person was feeling when they were singing the song mm-hmm. didn't mean they felt happy because they were singing a happy song. But right, yeah, I'd be like, oh my, like I, it would be so overwhelming to me that I had to not even listen to music. And I certainly can't watch TV, so that yeah. was you know. It's so funny too, like because I'll I'll notice it even like something I I I guess I feel happy i'm aware of but um probably you know my past i wouldn't have been is like if i'm just like scrolling through like you know like an online like on a website and there's like yeah if there's like um like a news article like about something you know awful that's happened like even if it's just coming in yeah just to see the title just you just see the title you don't even see the whole article but you have you just seen the whole article without you realizing you just felt the whole article you felt the whole article and it's like something like whatever negative awful thing that's happened but like i've started to take note like okay like i saw that and that's gonna that that will because they've they've seen it and like you can feel it and it's really interesting and um, just like if I if I answer the phone or if I go on Facebook or if I do any of you know social media stuff, that I am so affected by that. So I have to make sure I'm very protected before I actually do it, and you know, and understand the communication of it, and then let it go. But there's a lot of people on Facebook. <laughs> You're feeling that who is the a heck lot knows? People. You know, like everybody. Mm-hmm. So all of that is amazing and interesting. So that class is such a great like, oh, place. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the fact that in the fact that um, if you look at just trying to pinpoint it in that it will help you to do that, like to pinpoint where it's coming from mm-hmm. and using that tool a lot now because before, just, you know, not that long ago, I could do it easily and now I have to kind of redo it again, yeah. you know, because it's a whole nother level, you know, yeah. so I, now I have to kind of redo it and kind of be like, okay, oh, no, this I could tell it's coming from there, but but that's not the only place it's coming from. So it's coming mm-hmm. from more places than that. So mm-hmm. it's a really good, you know, tool to, to yeah. have and to, to help you understand because, most people don't get this. We have a hard, a really hard. T- I, mean, I have a really hard time with clients and understanding this empathic and telepathic thing. Yeah, that they actually hear and feel other people to the degree that they do. They mm-hmm. take it and just put it in their stuff, and they will just think it's theirs. Yeah, they just they claim ownership over a feeling that has nothing to do with, with them. them. But yeah. we could find, you know, we could find in ourselves any reason to have that we would have that feeling because yeah. we all have those feelings too yeah it's not you know we came equipped with them it's just we wouldn't necessarily be feeling it at that moment right 
if it wasn't for this other person. Right. I, I feel like the thing I've been having trouble with is um, like recognizing that something's coming from outside myself, but like still not really being able to shake it. Like that's been a thing. Yeah, um, well, because it's been so heavy mm-hmm. that it's kind of like you're walking around in heavy on top of it, so to get to the lighter side of it. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we have to remember mostly is that it's communication. Mm-hmm. So like you and I were talking about this recently, it's mm-hmm. like if you are talking to somebody on the phone, and then you hang up the phone, you would, you know, like realize that you communicated what you needed to say and then you could hang up. So it's like s- the world is trying to communicate to us mm-hmm. and telling us what's going on in it. You know, so if there's, you know, all this change happening and there's all this anxiety and stress and the people. Um, so it'd be like you after you get the communication, then you would say, OK, that's what I understand is you're trying to tell me. And then you would hang up. Mm-hmm. But it takes practice to do because you don't we don't realize that we actually can hang up the phone right as the way that they show it to me like a a picture of like a phone like when you disconnect now that doesn't mean like a lot of times when you talk to somebody that you actually hung up the phone didn't think about them or whatever it was that they said and keep it yeah you would still keep that their energy right you could still keep their energy yeah but if we actually like if you actually are disconnected and you said whatever you needed to say and realize that okay we're done communicating now Mm -hmm. then you're not doing that anymore Right. Then you hang up the phone. You're like, okay, now you're on to your next thing. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think that maybe that's something that is just going to take practice for me. Because, like, even with this, uh, I had dinner with a friend this week, and um, it felt like sort of like a constant onslaught of anxiety. And I was having a lot of trouble with it. And mm-hmm. I did, you know, what I knew to do, which was just to look at it and be like, okay, this this really isn't mine. You know, but it had gotten into a physiological thing where like you're gonna have your panic attack yeah like it was in it was already in my body Mm -hmm. and so um yeah it was just kind of interesting because i was like i know this isn't mine like i know exactly where it's coming from but i feel very and that's where that's where you could use that if this is mine it could stay if not go away Mm -hmm. little saying that you know helps us to you know like instantly stop it that will stop it, and if it comes right back, yeah. then you know it wasn't yours. Right. So then you have the other tools, and that's where the communication, like understanding the communication and practicing it yeah. comes in. Because I think it's practice, and also potentially just, um, it's not just, like, I am I think I did, you know, it because I have sort of this baseline of anxiety, just because of what things have been going on in my life, mm-hmm. it kind of activated what was already sort of under the yeah. surface, and then, uh, and then it Yes, kind of became mine. Yours, yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> like it can great. become yours. <laughs> yeah, that's um. the that's the other problem because everyone has so much going on in their life, mm-hmm. and now it seems like we're creating through each other because we're all co-creating, and we're creating you know a lot of negativity and a lot of a lot more anxiety, mm-hmm. and then that anxiety builds on that anxiety, so mm-hmm. it just feels like we're a big anxious ball now. <laughs> right, and you know what's funny is that I I don't I'm not typically a person who reacts to people's stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I would have in the past, but I would say more recently, like I've kind of learned to really let people's stuff go. Um, I may not I'm gonna try to explain this, but like recently, I've found um, myself reacting to people when they're kind of. I don't know, like maybe for lack of a better thing, like kind of not in their truth. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, um, or like if, I don't know, it's kind of like when we talk about, Janice and I have talked before about 
um, how, I'm not sure how to explain it. It's like the whole victim victimizer thing in that when you're feeling um, kind of down on yourself and you feel like people are taking advantage of you, eventually you will think that you're kind of coming back into your own power and like, you know, use um the victimizer yeah you'll become the victimizer because you're gonna be like i'm not gonna take it right i'm gonna stand up for myself i'm not gonna take this anymore and it feels just as bad yeah and at the time when i did it when you know after i'd been the victim for Mm -hmm. a while and was like no more i'm not gonna be the victim and went to the other side and Mm -hmm. if you looked at me the wrong way i'd be like all over you right you know that didn't feel good either no and what we don't realize is that you don't need to be either one you know, that as, as the creator that mm-hmm. you're creating these things and they're mm-hmm. all here to help us to learn and grow and to let it go and mm-hmm. to, to forgive and to forgive ourselves and to be able to come to a higher place where, where it's work in progress. So people need to lighten up on themselves. We're going through a really tough change. Right. And that's where I get, that's where I've been reacting is when I see people being their own victim, like feeling sad or like beating themselves up. Like, I mean, I, I do that to myself. And so I don't know if it's like pushing my own button. Cause I'm like, it's I probably do that. Pushing. It's probably you know pushing I mean? your own button. <laughs> what we haven't healed in ourselves yet mm-hmm. will irritate us in somebody else. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when that, that stuff is like, all right, person, you mm-hmm. know that you're doing that. Like, you know, like you don't have to do yeah, that. Like, please don't say you're sorry for things you don't need to be sorry about. Like, you know mm-hmm. how a lot, I think, of people will it's kind of like con- they constantly are guilty for things that they have no control over yeah and this is uh you know just an experience i had recently and i was like stop like shut <laughs> up stop saying that you're this isn't your fault and you, you don't make me feel better for apologizing for a thing you have no control over like it make it's just this weird dynamic and I, I hadn't really understood it, but I felt then I felt bad for like snapping <laughs> at the person who already is feeling bad. I'm like, Oh my God, this is such a disaster. <laughs> and boy, I could turn that way fast now. Yeah. You know, what's mm-hmm. funny that I learned when yeah. I was um, away in Sedona besides Egyptian numerology, which mm-hmm. is what one of the things I was there to study. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a class that I wanted to take for a long time. Cause I thought there's very little on it and it's mm-hmm. um, very ancient. It's similar to numerology, from what I understand, but it has a difference. It has a um, combination of astrology and numerology, Ooh, and it's more more in depth kind mm-hmm. of a way that they do things. I think, from what I understand so far, and boy, is there a lot of learning to do. But it's mm-hmm. very cool in what you know we've done so far with people and just looking at their you know their birth dates and their numbers and how it correlates to the stuff we've been working on. And mm-hmm. and boy, we've been working on a lot of the stuff that they actually <laughs> that their numbers correlate to. So interesting. Yeah. Um, but in in doing that, like the people that I met and met some really nice people that we had class with. And um, there's a few of um, them from Canada. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about um, things that they say, like mm-hmm. they say for sure, mm-hmm. for sure all the time, or mm-hmm. hey, you mm-hmm. know, like, and they say that they, that Canadians say I'm sorry all the time. Mm-hmm. And that, that mm-hmm. no matter <laughs> if you, if they walk into you, they'll say I'm sorry. If you walk into them, they'll say they're sorry. Right. If you, like, no matter what happens, yeah. they say they say they're sorry all the mm-hmm. time. And that they realized that they, that like the girls were talking about, like, no, that's the thing that we say. So, so for whatever reason where they live, that's been taught as a thing that you say all the time. Right, So right. they're constantly apologizing. That's they're so like, funny. They're like, we're so, it's so weird. We say, I'm sorry. We say, for sure, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, A, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like their go-to. That's I've like heard go-to. that before, actually, about, like, with the sorry. Um, that's kind of 
Interesting. I wonder how that like operates in yeah. like a population that size, population you know, <laughs> like, well, hopefully it, it makes them nicer to each other, you yeah, know, yeah. because they're, you know, just being more cordial. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, they're being more aware of, okay, it doesn't matter whose fault it is, you know, like, right, we had a thing. But then I, I'm kind of thinking about it in terms of like, my friend who is right who's apologizing for all things and i think the way that they're saying it is more like um Mm. (coughs) excuse me i think it's more like a um so natural to them that they don't think it's almost like a victim thing yeah it's not a a victim okay that makes sense. it's more like a it's more like a kindness thing it feels Mm. like it's more like a you know like being kind of like i'm sorry excuse me you know right yeah like you would say thank you mm-hmm. it's just polite yeah it's just whereas more, it feels more polite than it does yeah, that's but very interesting. it depends like everything has its own energy behind it so mm-hmm. you know like when you say i'm sorry in one way mm-hmm. compared to in the way that they're doing it feels mm-hmm. more like a kindness or you know a thing like excuse me mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah you would say it that's interesting i wonder like so with the numbers thing would that Would that go into this kind of stuff? Like why people, you know, have these sort of mentalities like victim or, you know what I mean? Like, does it go into that deep of why you act the way you act? Well, it does in a sense, like meaning like you could get like if we say like um, a person with a one in their in their chart um, is a person that tends to if they're not in their magnificence. And I love that word when she was using it. Um, because each number has a lower vibration of it and a higher vibration. And we're actually trying, we're here to overcome things. Mm-hmm. So in our you know, lower vibration of the one, you know, that would be somebody who tends to blame other people and tends to feel like entitlement and tends to feel um, that it's other people's fault all the time. So if something happened, mm-hmm. then it's nothing to do with them. It's everybody else did it. Okay. So that mm-hmm. is them in their lower vibration. In a higher vibration, they don't act like that at all. They would be in their magnificence, as you know, you would say. They would be much more, they, they could take care of it. They wouldn't blame other people. They'd take responsibility. So one of the things that they are doing in this life is working on taking responsibility and understanding okay. how they create. Mm-hmm. So yeah, would, would those things be like stuff that you would recognize in yourself? And a lot mm-hmm. of people would be like, no, I'm not like that at all. But if you stop for a second and look and be like, oh, wait, I do have, I may have had those traits before right. I did work. Or... I do have some of those traits still mm-hmm. and I'm working on overcoming them or nope, those, that's me. That's, you know, right. Depending on where you are and you wouldn't have every single one necessarily, but these are the ones that they see more of with this number and more of with this number and what they mean. And, and it's very interesting, you know, mm-hmm. soon, soon you and I will, you know, put up a, um, a way for people for us to do their Egyptian numerology, um, you yeah. know, numbers and stuff, which will be really fun. Yeah, I want to do. Yeah, I, I have, it'll be really fun. Um, I know a couple of mine, but I know it's a little bit more involved. We haven't had a chance. Yeah, to we really haven't had a down. chance to I'm do it. I'm excited but, to though. But we'll figure out, you know, a way to to do that for other people and to yeah, you know, awesome. get some um, get it out there. But it's amazing and fun, and it does. You know, what I've seen is people resonate to it, and they think it's very interesting and. Uh, it's a lot of the work, whatever work we've been doing with the person mm-hmm. seems to have been exactly what their number is or what the work should be. Cause we right. do different work. Like what's it, you know, cause we do so much the way that we have so many tools and sometimes it's hard for us to pinpoint exactly what we do. Hence why we're you know, like the life interpreter. Right. Um, yeah. Trying to kind of, catch all of these different ideas into one title has been right, a challenge, been a challenge. <laughs> yeah 
but in looking at it that you know even looking at the egyptian numerology and you mm-hmm. know like going like wow okay there's a bunch of different ways that people need help so mm-hmm. having the tools to be able to help them in the bunch of different ways that they need help like mm-hmm. a three needs more inner child work well we do inner child work mm-hmm. you know a one needs more of this a two needs more of a so it helps you with your with your clients or yeah. people so that's because that's actually what i was going to ask next is like does it gives you an insight into where a person and how yeah. where a person needs help and, and how to help them yeah it okay. gives you more insight and it helps the person because um, it's great for me to be able to see it and feel it for for me, for the person, and mm-hmm. then they'll understand it. Mm-hmm. But it's also a nice another confirmation for them to get more information about themselves from an outside source because mm-hmm. I didn't make that up. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's not that the person doesn't understand it when I say it, but then it's nice when you hear confirmations from outside because mm-hmm. I didn't do Egyptian numerology. I'm just telling you what the numbers are in this. Right, like, yeah. You know? You're not like looking at a person and saying like, you know, you're very entitled. You're saying, well, according to your numbers, right. <laughs> you might have some issues with entitlement. You know, no big deal. But it's just right. what you came in with. Right. You know? And it's all there's no yeah. number better than other ones. Right. Well, it's yeah. like you said, they all have their higher vibration sort of expression. And you want to try and get yourself into that. Right. What you said, the yeah, magnificence. That we're here. Yeah, our magnificence to, you yeah. know, overcome them. And each one of them, you know, that's what makes us unique and the combinations of them and what that would mean and stuff is very interesting and, and mm. very cool about, you know, how it's actually correlated with people and what, you know, we've been saying. It's it's, yeah. it's really fun and, and and everyone's liking it because it it helps them to understand themselves a little bit more too. It's right. like, oh, that makes more sense now. You know, a lot okay. of it has to do with your past lives too about, you know, why we came back mm-hmm. with those numbers too. About, you know, something happened in your past life that, you know, you might have misused your power and ones did that ones misused their power in some way so they're com- coming back to actually experience it mm. so that would be something they would be overcoming and they need to forgive themselves for that and you know there's a lot of you know different things that mm. you know in the fives there's um like unrequited love like somebody that you loved very much was taken away and it could have been like a hitler camp type thing where oh meaning boy. like you were you know, like in the night someone came in and took, you know, the person that you loved out and you didn't even get to say goodbye. Right. And then... So not unrequited, like you... Right, not unrequited, yeah. Like, but like you like, um, somehow lost... Yeah, you, know, you, a you lost one. a loved one to a, to a thing that... Either that or, right. or maybe they... Or you, yeah. they wouldn't allow you to be re- right. together because, it, you know, it wasn't the right, you know, class, you mm-hmm. know. And what was amazing about it was the feeling of, you know, how we would say, like, take that and not ever want to love again. Right. because that's too painful so in this life they're working working that out i mean like being able to love and let themselves love and there's a lot of the numbers i mean in in pretty much all of them you know like being able to love and let love in which is one of our biggest things and one of our biggest problems about letting love in and being able to love each other mm-hmm. and have enough like meaning trust and yeah you know to let somebody in and feel like we're not going to get murdered in the love department every yeah. single time we do it because it seems like we do a lot you know it's like okay well and we don't understand each other and we're always fighting about something or we're always feeling hurt or we don't trust people or we don't know what they're going to do and we don't, you know. So, you know, unless we have a guarantee, which would be really nice, right? A guarantee. Okay, this person's going to love you for the rest of your life and everything's <laughs> going to be great. Um, we don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, so do, I wonder, do you, um, I have a couple questions. So it, from the sounds of it, p- um, you said like people can have a five in their chart. So you don't, you're not just one number. You no, have a few different. You numbers. have a bunch of. You actually have um, 
four numbers, like a soul urge, your um, soul path, um, a karmic lesson number, and then your soul's many lives numbers, which you've been trying to overcome for many lifetimes. Okay. And then in your, your name, you have your personality, and then you have your um, mental, you know, and then you have, I think... Um, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch, yeah, yeah, but it's, a yeah, it's like a chart. And like yeah, there's like a, num a, chart. A, a number of numbers. <laughs> yeah, there's a number of numbers. And they all, you know, relate to each other in different ways. Okay. So like if you took, if you were a combination like um, a, I think she was talking about like a, a 189 could be somebody who could try to take somebody down mm -hmm. um, if they feel like the person was more successful than them or that they worked together in, in some way, shape, or form. And that, yeah, they could be more vengeful mm. um, if they're in their lower. In their lower. In their lower. Um, in their higher, they would never do that, but I in their see. lower. Um, okay. But there's, you know, like different combinations of things that, that mean certain things also. And I see. So, so you, you could be in a higher vibration of that. You wouldn't think of doing anything like so that. So it is a thing like, like, just for people out there, you you don't. I don't think anything like this exists. But you're not just going to go to like a website and get your Egyptian numerology. Like you really need someone to interpret it for you because it's involved. Yeah, I yeah. think it's more of a, a thing that the interpreting department makes a big difference on yeah. what it is, which okay. is why there's so much to learn. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, which is why you were in Sedona for a week, busting your busting your butt, busting learning your butt, learning yeah. all this stuff. And and mm -hmm. on top of that, have so much to learn with you know. next week's episode um and all that and in, in you know being out there what's interesting about sedona is that you know since sedona is a spiritual place that it's not uncommon for people to talk about their spirituality or it's mm -hmm. not uncommon for them to have conversations and there's shops all over about you know mm -hmm. and the different shops that have the stones and we went shopping one day that's for gotta them. be so nice actually and it's because it i struggle with that I and mean, we've talked about it before like i'm not comfortable i mean i on a podcast which broadcasts to yeah you know potentially <laughs> thousands and thousands of people talking about it but in my day-to-day -day life you know we live in connecticut there's not tons of crystal yeah, you know of, yeah, there's, there's just not, not that of, yeah. i mean there there's certainly a community here of people who are interested in this sort of stuff but it's not the type of thing i at least enjoy.